The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to New Dimensions with your host, Rev. Nicholas Barrett. Our identities are not labels identifying who we are to others. Rather, they are found in God's riches, His likeness and character. We can discover our true selves and live the way He has intended for us to live. Now, here is Rev. Nicholas Barrett. Good morning. It's uh, Nicholas Barrett here. How are you? Wherever you are, this is 8 a.m. Pacific Time, Los Angeles. You could be north, south, east, west, near, far. It doesn't really matter. We're divinely intended to be on here at this very time. New Dimensions is a brand new show for me and a brand new show for you because we're coming here for the first time. However, the show has taken four decades in the making, four decades in the making of being broken as clay and repaired as the potter. Um, And I'll explain this to you as you go along. I could be building a brand. I could be giving you self-motivation. But all that is doing is really creating separation that this very show is intended to eradicate. We need unity. We need strength and unity. And you'll notice on the banner, I have K2. K2 represents a peak that about 400 people have climbed and 81 have not survived the climb. But what it does, it means it's breaking out. In order to get to a new dimension, we need to shift. We need to create a shift. We need to break mind shifts. We need to overcome fears. And we need to do things that we haven't done before. If we stay sitting, we just become passive spectators in the journey of life. Very often we complain about opportunities or politics or this, that, and the other, but that will not change our inner perspective. Once we change our inside, everything else, we can start to summit. We can start to go to the next level. So this show is about four months, but I'm going to take you upon layer, upon layer, upon layer. Just like when you slice an onion, you're getting a different image every time you slice it because it's layer upon layer. This show is about building you. It's not about building me. And I'll go through this in a minute. Not only have I lost many, many hundreds of thousands of dollars, but said goodbye to my greatest friends. But at the same time, God put a message on my heart. The more I lost, the more I turned to him. And it isn't about religion. If you're looking for a religious show, this will not be it. It's about the common language, wherever I'm speaking to you. You could be in Cape Town. You could be in Zimbabwe, Africa. We speak common language of love. We're all born from the same creator. In the beginning, there was God. Then there was man. We're created in his image. So straight away, you and I have no barrier. We have a familiarity because we're all sourced from the same. We come from a seed that was planted my appearance, which is the miraculous, because you're all miraculous. You're all wonderfully and fearfully created. You're all masterpieces, because just think, from a seed, you've now become who you are. But very often, the identity we assimilate is from the atmosphere that we have populated. We need to be the change in our atmosphere. In other words, we need to come back to who we were created to be and walk in those footsteps, not one's schooling, not one's parents, not one's Oprah show, not one's job label, not one's bank account, not one's investments, not one's houses, because they give us a false skewed vision. But the more we get of that, the less we have, because there'll always be somebody that comes with more. And I'm actually going, I'm I'm not scripting this show. It's coming from my heart to you, because I love you, whoever you are. I'm speaking to you as a friend, like we're in a coffee shop. I'm not, as I say, it isn't about branding. It's not about controlling or trying to be smart, because I'm not smart. I may have qualifications. I may know about human minds and how to write books and how to speak smart, but this has come from a constant repairing and mending as an onion. Boom, 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 layer upon layer upon layer, the way you climb K2. You have a vision in your mind that's powerful enough in the present to impact the future. If my vision is weaker than my future, guess what? I have no vision. 
If my strength comes from getting a PhD in psychology, guess what? I'm relying on that. I'm relying on stuff that is going to be around a changing flux. The cosmos is changing. We're changing. Every year we're changing. Cells are dying in our body to make way for others all the time. Water is changing in our entire body every six weeks. Our skin, our cells. Every year we become a new person. Every year we change. It's a metamorphosis, just like a a caterpillar becomes a butterfly, but sometimes in our circumstances, we're so stuck with who we think we are that the very person we're meant to be is, is, is there waiting, and we just, we miss it. The tragedy is not that we die. The tragedy is truly we do not live because we're aiming to fulfill from the outside to satisfy the inside. It, it's impossible. I'm going totally off off script because I'm not on a script. I just want to thank you all for joining me, making this part of your morning on Wednesday. I hope that I elucidate and inspire and don't put you off with my accent because the accent never gets me anywhere, by the way. But elucidate and inspire you to stimulate you to want to come and join me on this journey. We're all here right now in this time of cosmic space for this very moment in history, for this very moment in history, not for another one, not for what may happen. We're here right now. Each day is precious. Each day you can akin it to a, a gold coin in a, in a bag. If, I, if I've got 100 gold coins that God gives me and each day I'm spending one and I know time is infinite, we're corporal people. In other words, we're in a body and a shell, but we're not actually our shell. We're a spirit being. We're a spirit being in a human moment going on a constant line of infinity. So in other words, our now is always the same, but it's our movements around that now that makes the change. That's the thing that changes. And of course, we have relational problems, we have health problems, and we also have fluxes of financial problems. So it's personal, health, and finance. Whether I'm Prince Charles, sorry, Prince Charles, if you're listening, or the man on the bench, we all have that commonality. And we're born with nothing and we go with nothing. So if we relieve, relieve ourselves of the, I call it societal hallucination, it's the societal disease of ego, a building of self. This is why, again, I'm going off script. This is why I chose not to be a motivational speaker. Somebody said, Nick, you can make a lot of money. And, you know, I've already had everything a man could possibly want and it didn't work for me. And I turned, turned to God about 10 years ago. I was a religious person before, in other words, lighting candles at Christmas time. And, you know, we can call ourselves Catholicism, Anglicanism, Protestantism. That's just a humanism of God, but God really is love. It's 7 billion people. God didn't come to control the sinners. He came to give you life, full life, not to control, not to judge. It's not about judgmentalism, but when we put religiosity into it, that's what happens. We get segregation, we get racism. We're going to go on this whole journey. Not only are we deal with relationships, we're going to deal with tapestry and unity, how we can unify the, the multitude of myriad of colors, how we can live together as a strong world, communing in community. We were born for community, but we're not communing. We're all, we're all Facebooking, we're all Twittering but, and going out and on our cell phones, but we, we're not communing. We're in a bunch of individuals that are strangers in the world and in the planet that's creating the racism, that's creating these problems of, of Russia and oil and Iran and all these other things. I'm not going to get into politics because politics, is, in my opinion, is, is control. It's about gaining power, not giving power to help people's lives. It's about scoring points, and I don't have time to score points. I've been through too much, lost too much, and to be honest, I love you too much, and God's put too much on me to be scoring points. But, you know, did I almost get taken out by life? Sure I did. Did I have the uncertainty of strife that will never end and depression that will never end? Yes, yes, yes. But that's what's got me through these things. I don't wear my battle scars. I wear the victory that... I've been given in those battles. The victory I've been given was to say, you know, I can't do this alone. I can't go to a worldly solution for my spiritual problem. I can't go to retreats. I can't, and I'm, I'm not knocking any of these things. I can't go to motivational speakers because they all tell me that I can myself do things, that I can become stinging like a butterfly, flying like a bee, and I can pop up every morning and flex my muscles. Does not work flesh is weak. It will not work. What we need to do is focus on where we were made. And in other words, if we're driving a BMW 
and we look at a Toyota manual, I don't know whether you're on the world, whether those makes resonate, but it's not going to function. So we're looking to a worldly solution for the world that's got itself in a problem by what it's doing. So in other words, we're going to the source of the problem to mend the problem. That would be like going to a kitchen knife that just cut me and trying to heal my wound with a kitchen knife. It wouldn't get us very far. Did I almost get taken out by those things? Yes. Did I turn to shopping too much? Yes. Did I turn to dating too much? Yes. Did I turn to trying to get more and more quality education? Yes, 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 yes. I did all those things. But you know what? It gets to a point that none of those things work. None of those things work. And we get to a place of either we're going to go forward or we're not going to go forward. Your life goes south. You're, either, you're at a tipping point. Where are we going to go? All of us experience this because relationships never stay the same. Health changes, finances changes. So we're relying on universal flux for stability. And this is why the life we thought we knew, we thought we could predict all the moves under our feet. But you know what? We're in free fall. When we're depending on, on external stuff, we're on free fall. It's like relying on a parachute to open up when you're jumping out of a plane. I want something more sure than that. I don't want to be clinging onto a mountain cliff by my fingernails. I want to use all the stuff I need to do and hammer it in so I'm secure. We're covering all these things. It's an inclusive message. As I say, the international language is love. Judgment and religiosity condemns. So if we're looking to condemn or look at and judge, what we're doing is we're breaking up what we're trying to create. We're trying to create unity and harmony. So it's about elevating we can become our very best by building others we build ourselves. So in other words, we need to decrease our habits of becoming more. It's a total paradigm shift. It's a total paradox. We need to decrease ourselves to increase more, more of the infinite, more of the spiritual. We need to connect to that. So we don't need to build independent people. We need to build strong people that are unified. But it's about more about really heart issues. I mean, the key thing is with all of the things we have on in this world right now, whether it's racism, whether it's Columbine shootings, whether it's mass shootings of young people, it's, it's the solution there. Some need medicating yet, but you know what? It's about having a purpose and a plan for a person. When the per- person knows they're born in here and they're loved and they're equal to everybody else, then they start to get an identity that they don't need to find other things to, to rely on, other channels to let their anger out because an expression of anger is an expression of frustration. In this day and age, more people are relying on antidepressants than at any time before. So in, in other words, their life has become so painful regardless of what they're doing and that they're relying on medicating and enabling. And what that does, it merely masks the problem. If I have a something that's leaking and it creates mold and I just merely paint over the mold, the problem really is there. That problem is an identity problem. There's a plan and purpose. Your steps have been ordained. They've been preordained from the beginning, the middle of the end. God is the alpha and the omega. He's here. He's, he's infinite. We, by going to God, what we do is we invoke the resources of heaven into our worldly horizontal realm. Because we're going on a horizontal journey. We're going on a horizontal journey, but ultimately we're, we're doing a vertical purpose, which is connecting and, and going on a horizontal journey. So we want to be relying on something solid to build our ascent, our ascent up the mountain. The questions I ask, and I'm going I'm to really challenge us this morning. Have you ever asked why we're so segregated? Why is the color of our skin such a problem? Why are male-female relationships at an all-time low? Why are divorce rates... And I've got a whole bunch of figures that I'm not going to quote because I don't know where you are in the world. And, you know, figures don't mean anything. I'd rather look at the solution to the problem. If we start to add figures up again, we're we're kind of getting building our smarts up to say, well, this is 25% or whether it's even if it's 1%, it's too much. So 1%, 100%, I don't really mind about the percentages. The important thing is finding a solution to these problems, creating unity where there's disunity. And when you unify, you don't lose power. You actually gain traction. Because when a car is four-wheel drive, guess what? It's faster 
than the race car that's that, that's that's biting on, on 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 maybe on rear wheel drive because it gets traction in all circumstances. We want to be tractionally positioned, tractionally positioned for the ascent. But um, we recently had the lunar eclipse. We had one they pass on the big Jewish calendar holidays. Passover in April, Day of Atonement in September. And what that is, in 2014, 2015, it's only happened three times before. 1493, 1494, 1949, 1950, 67, 68, now 2014, 2015. Those others were Spanish Inquisition, uh, the nation of Israel reborn, the city of Jerusalem reunited. But there's a shift going to take place. And we need to prepare for this shift the shift is, 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 is unifying the destruction that we've created. All of us down here in this world are in the Garden of Eden, so to speak. We've created the separation from God because we have turned to either a get paid or get more sex mentality of getting, of getting rather than how we were born to, to give. See, when I give something, what I'm doing is I'm creating I'm creating more, I'm building what I'm giving. When I'm taking, I'm stripping down. Whether it's elephants that are becoming extinct, whether it's crocodiles, whether it's oil, whatever it is, when it's, a, it's about taking, that's not how we were created. But we're going to be going on a break really soon. And um, as I say, this is how I'm going to challenge the mind. It's about unity. It's about changing, making a change, not conforming to the patterns of this world and making a change to, to our communities, to our societies, to our families, to our worlds, to all those things around us. It's, uh, it's a great journey. It involves becoming uncomfortable because what is uncomfortable when we stretch out becomes our new comfortable. But it's just so many of us are stuck in comfortable that we're so unhappy in that uncomfortable because we're scared of going forward because we're trying to think we can do this on our own. Or we think we're being judged because we're black, white, or pink, or yellow. Absolutely not. You're all 100% unique. You're masterpieces. You're glorious. And the best is yet to come. And I'm believing in this transition that we take up this mountain. I believe we'll all summit. God wants us to summit to the very best of our abilities, to the very best of our abilities. We're going to do this together. We're going to go through different stages. It's going to be really, really blessed to, to do this with everybody. But um, we're going to go over to some commercials and um, join us soon after the break. Thank you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Hear about personal growth, building a better business, inspirational life stories, and personal branding. You'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Are you ready for a health, life, and empowerment show in one? Then be sure to listen every week for Living Well with Ann Beal. Ann takes her long-running TV show to the Internet Talk Radio Airwaves with guest experts and insight designed to help you live a healthy and successful life. By hearing from the experts and those who have found success, our goal is that you too will be motivated to do the same. Living Well with Ann Beal can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
You are tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guests today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions. Great to have you guys back on the second segment. I'm not sure if you were here on the first segment, but we were we were chatting about unity and how we're going to be dictating our environment as opposed to the environment dictating us. If we take a brand new white shirt, let's say we're on Wall Street, we go out with that white shirt anywhere, and we come back at the end of the day, that collar is soiled. So we become, it's like going to smoke your room, you become the essence of, of where you surround yourself. So our thoughts and our mind is really key to making any kind of change. I'm going to get onto the topic that, of this show. It was tapestry, and I'll explain to you tapestry, how it's been on my heart. I went into a gym in London when I was about 16 years old, and I met a guy called Mike Harvey. He's a gladiator there in London. He's a Jamaican, Anglo-Jamaican, and most of the, of, of the people training there, they were, they were you know, Africans or Jamaicans, and they saw me as this guy, this rebel kind of guy from an English public school, and they kind of didn't know what to make of it. But then after about six months, they kind of all looked at me and said, wow, this guy's white and he loves us. So I knew that God had my hand then to unify people. This show's been, as I say, been started from four, over four decades of living, one of the main things in my area, and I have a lot of friends from all different races and colors, and I love them all because they see, I see them with God's, God's heart, and I see, I see them without judging. They're the most loving and wonderful people. I see segregation all around me. I see people uncomfortable by the different colors of people around them. And this is why they have the conditioned mind. This, the mind's going to be a whole other show. Um, we've got about 14 titles in different shows, but try and focus very much. There's a lot I want to tell you. I mean, we could be on this for five hours to try and change lives, but I'm, I'm trying to compartmentalize. First segment of this show, I talked about different things. I talked about lunar eclipses and God's ready to make a shift, and I talked about what I've been through, but this, this is really getting to the crux of this show because you may have tuned in for Tapestry. It's about to unify racism. Racism, not a societal issue. It's, it's, it's a heart issue. It's a God issue. It's a heart issue in the sense that when I'm judging, I can only judge by things that have been said to me or things that I've perceived, and which means that I'm, I'm, I'm not focused. If I bring in God's love, who is God was at the beginning and at the end, he created all, all in his image, and all in his image. I'm going to put a Bible verse in soon, but I'm just going to tell you, a tapestry is only beautiful because it's not one color, not one stitch. It's a myriad of colors all working together to bring about this beauty of all colors. And what you're painting that Picasso made was a myriad of colors, and it's this tapestry of colors that brings out the beauty of this tapestry. If it were a black and white canvas, just plain, then there would be, it would rob us of what we could see. But very often we see people through a veil, a veil that's the conditioned mind, conditioned mind of society, of parents, of, of policing. And we're all reconditioning our mind to be society's mind, which segregates. Because segregation is about weakness. It's about dividing. It's about ending. Unity is God's beautiful gift to us. Unity is desirable. Unity is diversity in God's beautiful oxymoron. There are no two leaves of a tree precisely alike. Neither do all minds run in the same direction. But while this is the case, there can be unity in diversity. There can be glory in diversity. It's like an eggshell or caterpillar. We're transporters for change. What is seen is temporal, but what is unseen is eternal. What is seen as temporal but what is unseen is eternal. In all phases of human activity, not only are there diverse excellences, but diversity in itself is the essence of excellence. If we had a basketball team made up of, of a point guard, we wouldn't have a team. We need to bring back a spirit mind, not a carnal mind. A carnal mind judges. A carnal mind disunifies. Carnal mind will see, not through God's eyes, but through the mind of society. In other words, society has influenced me in a way that I'm no longer seeing what I'm seeing. 
I'm seeing the influence inside of me because my heart's corrupt and I'm seeing something that's not clear. It's masked my vision. It's, it's like going out into a day and seeing things through sunglasses that haven't been cleaned. You've got a film, a, fa- a phase. And, and I want to tell you, there's many, many stories I can tell you about things I've done since unifying. I mean, I, I went, as I say, I surrendered my life. That is not, by the way, a weakness. It's a strength thing. What surrendering means is I'm no longer doing my separated, segregated ways, but God, I'm doing it in a unified way. A lot of people have this thing about, well, you know, I've been saved. Yep, saved from what? Saved from depression, saved from racism, saved from abuse, saved from this, that, and the other. Yeah, it's those things have started because it's the the disunified mind that creates the anger to go and do them. Not just about medications and stuff like that. This is a a heart issue. It's like a fungus that's planted and grows and grows and grows. It's going to contaminate it. So if I'm seeing through the prejudice, then how can I be seeing what I'm actually seeing? It's like putting a curtain in front of a painting. You're no longer no longer going to see going to see that painting. You will see the image of what your mind is telling you to think. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Reverend Nicholas Barrett is available for public and private speaking functions, counseling, and for interviews on radio and television programs, churches, and conferences. Visit EmpowerBeyondHorizon.com for more information. Reverend Nicholas is the author of two books about reworking your life, one habit at a time. He can work with you one-on-one or by telephone sessions. In order to have different, better results in your life, you must develop new habits. Reverend Nicholas can help you make those moves. Visit EmpowerBeyondHorizon.com and start your change today. Our world is shrinking. We get information across the planet as fast and as easily as across the street. Lately, it seems as if none of it is good. The world has become so addicted to negativity, fear, drama, and our kids are learning fast. Are you worried about your teen? Do you know where they are, who they're with, and what they're really up to? Power of Peace Radio tackles real issues that are changing the minds of the next generation. Get involved in the conversation on Monday evenings with Kit Cummings. Pop Radio is about interrupting and redirecting those who are on a dangerous course and bringing light into dark places with powerful topics and real stories. We bring hope to those who need it most because hope is the new dope. Power of Peace Radio, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. If you're looking for tips for personal success, look no further than DJ and the Bear, keeping you at the top of your game with your hosts, leadership and personal effectiveness consultant, Dietta Jones and Richard Dent, formerly of the champion Chicago Bears. Together as a husband and wife team, they've raised a family, owned two successful businesses, led major philanthropic initiatives through their foundation, and lived the ultimate lifestyle. Find out their secrets. Listen every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. We're all living in the moment, but you never know when life is going to take a unique turn. It doesn't have to be a challenge, but perhaps more of a detour to get where we need to be. On The Sky's the Limit, host Karen Levitt knows that experience, having faced it herself. Learn about her journey from a life-changing event to where she is now. Her guests are amazing people who are living these experiences and overcoming obstacles. Learn from their stories every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Empowerment. At the leading edge of quantum science, a revolution of ideas is emerging that challenges everything we believe about the nature of our world and how we define ourselves within it. Quantum Connection, exploring health, science, and spirit with Marina Rose QDNA, explores these cutting-edge breakthroughs in quantum science and offers piercing, probing, colorful, insightful dialogue and commentary with some of the world's most influential thought leaders on the most important topics of our time. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. 
Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions. Good morning. It's great to join you again. I'm not too sure if you've heard the, the other segments, but we've been talking about tapestry. We've been talking about unifying, unifying people, not trying to do things as individuals, which has created these problems. When we do things individualistically, what we're doing is we're, we're having the conditioned mind, which segregates and takes away from. We're actually, the purpose is to create unity by going countercultural, right? To bring down mores in our society that our society has itself made these walls. The society we're living in has created, you know, the racism and disunity. That didn't just metamorphosize, it's, it's lifestyles, mindsets, ways of living. Um, but I'd say we're all containers, we all have the potential to live better. We all have the potential, as I say, to have a vision that can climb to the top of K2. In other words, what that really means is, if you look at the mountain, it's about breaking through what you thought you couldn't do. Because very often what we think we couldn't do is preventing us from what we should be doing. It's not so much the thing that we, 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 we fear going that we can't do that. It's actually getting to be able to, to, to actually do it. We, need to, we, we fear doing it because we fear change. Very simply, the way we're innately built is to conform to the patterns of the world, which have created the problems of the world. But if, if we don't go countercultural and make a change then nothing will happen. Some great messages are being spoken. Some great messages are being spoken in, in, in communities, church communities, different types of communities around the world. But the one message that needs to be spoken is that we need to change our hearts in order to change our lives and our thinking. So um, we don't want to live racially divided. We don't want to live with wars. We don't want to live with wildlife being stripped down for selfish gain. There's so much abundance in the world that is being made redundant or being bled dry, in other words, taken everything taken out of it because of the, 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 the disunity and the selfness, selfness of everything, because of the, the, the segregation and, the, um, and, and that's born out of fear. Because ultimately, if, we, if we're looking at something and judging it, we're fearing it. If we're not open to see it through, through the eyes of, of, of how we were created, we are fearing it at some level. We need to acknowledge that there's if we're looking at someone that's a different color and we're uneasy, there's, there's something that's not quite right with our inside because ultimately we were born to commit. We were all born as one unity, unity in diversity. It's whether Jew, black, white, or Gentile, it doesn't really matter. We were all sourced from a seed that was planted and then was created into a miracle. So we are all the same. We're all made up of arteries. We're all made up of blood. We're all made up of skin. So when we, get rid of all that stuff and we embrace a different way of thinking, we can actually have a different way of living. Um, and I'm going to really give you something that's been on my heart, drew me to tears, and I, I really want to share this story. I, was, I do a lot of writing. I've written several books, um, one psychology book, another one about uh, the identity of your body. You need to see the body you're creating, not the body you're in, in order to change your body. And I'll put that out there. I, I used to be a nutritionist and a strength trainer, unless we can see what we can become, we're stuck in where we are. Um, this is why when we're stuck in this quagmire of division and isolation, we can't break through. We need to have that vision, as I say, and I repeat this, you'll hear me repeat this many times, a vision strong enough in the present to impact our future, to impact where we're going. We need to have this, whether you're going across the Red Sea or in life, you're going through a circumstance. You have to have a vision. You don't just stay stuck in the circumstance. You could be bereaving and grieving for 10 years if that is the case. Um, and I'll touch on these in, in different series. I just don't want to go too off topic. But let's get back on tapestry. Um, tapestry, there was a, I was in Las Vegas. A gentleman walks in. He's a black uh, American gentleman. He has 
you know, long shorts, basketball shorts down to his ankles and jewelry, a little bit of a swagger. And straight away, the baristas, who, who are all white, but I'm, I'm not going to bring this as, as a racist thing. There's a story that's a miracle behind this. He walked in there, threw them an attitude because they didn't want to give him a water. They just said, get out, get out, get out. So I tapped him on the shoulder. And everybody was like uncomfortable, including the gentleman I was with writing. And then they're all like, ooh, ooh, you know, maybe we're going to... And, you know, I tapped him. I said, let's go out. Let's go out. Let's go out. We came out, eyeball to eyeball. I looked at him and I said, you know what? God has a much better plan for you. And when I see you, I don't see you as, 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 as through the eyes of a skewing. I see you through the way I see myself. Looked into your eyes, looked into your heart. You have just let circumstances and things you've gone through define who you are rather than connect to the plan to mandate your life. While there is a breath, doesn't matter what living thing we are, whether we're a, a, a caterpillar, a parrot, an ant, an elephant, a human being, human being on a bench or a human being in a palace, doesn't matter. There's a mandate on our life. Mandate on our life is to go through the journey from the start, the middle, and the end. And I explained to this uh, gentleman, um, I think his name was Ian, but it, it, it doesn't matter what his name is. The important thing is I looked at him and I explained to him. I, I found out that he'd been in and out of jail. I found out that his sister wanted to whip the barista at Starbucks. I found out all these things. And I said, you know what? You are handing your life and your mandate over to those people. You're giving them dominion over you, dominion over your thoughts, and you're making them feel that you're less worthy than them. I said, the best thing you've got to do is realize that you are equal. You, I, I, built this, I built him up. I said, the way I see you is someone with potential. I don't care what you've been. I care what you can be. And this is the whole thing about, about changing. It doesn't really matter what we were. It matters what we can be. Potential is always going forward. We're, most of us were stuck going backwards. We're stuck on this person's racist or this thing was done over me or this relationship ended and this, this, this. We're in the rearview mirror. I find rearview mirrors boring. And I find them really boring because, you know, it's, it's like my father used to tell me, Nicholas, it's an old newspaper. Read a new one. But moreover than that, we don't read newspapers now because they're just regurgitating the same news pretty much regurgitated and represented, <coughs> and that's all to segregate. But we need to be viewing the big, big window. The big window picture is I'm here for a purpose. I'm equal to everybody. You know, I'm born with nothing, and I go with nothing. Nothing we have really is ours. It's an illusion. We're like a, a car lease because when our life expires, we're handing the keys in, and we're no longer with a car. <laughs> so the house we have and the qualifications we have and the jewelry or the investments we have, they're all null and void. These are merely can be used as tools to actually help us along the way of the journey. And I believe it's great to have them. Um, it isn't the money that's the root of all evil. It's the heart behind the money. It isn't the, the fact there's different colored people that's the root of racism. It's the heart. It's not the fact of marriages don't work. It's the heart in those that become contaminated. It's not the fact that the gun is dangerous and somebody shoots, you know, 20 kids at Sandy Hook School or Columbine. Bearing where you are in the world, I'm just not going to give specific places and numbers because it may mean nothing to you. What will mean to you is the act of, what, of what's been done in these places. It's not the gun, it's the heart behind the gun. So what we need to do is we need to go back to basics and sort out our foundation, get our inside, you know, working, and then when we get the inside working, we can, we can change our outside. But I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about that. Um, I think we're about to take a break. I, I'm having a great time. I hope wherever you are, whether you're in traffic, whether you're about to get a bed, if you're in the southerly places where it's uh, springtime. Um, and I look forward to seeing you, hearing you, about, or hearing me back on the show real soon. Thank you. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you happy in your life, or are you just settling? 
It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you feel alone? Even when you're surrounded by others, do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April J. Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to help you find out who you are. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions. Great to have you on again for this, for this final segment. Final segment is always the beginning of another segment because when one thing ends, as we know, another thing surely starts. We've, we've started a lot today. We've started a lot today on, on New Dimensions. We've started a lot today, and I, I'm challenging, challenging the, mind, the mind as much as we can to be active and to know that we're not just one person because, you know, if, if, um, if, if God did that, nothing would have happened. He, he created all things from nothing. So we must bear in mind the Eiffel Tower was first division before it was a, a piece of steel, before it became a, a thousand feet. Um, so was, the, was the, the Empire State Building. There was a vision. Walt Disney, great vision. Um, the, you know, all these things, uh, you know, are great visions that really, um, that really cause something to really make a change, to make a shift. So we need to be the good news in the bad news world. So not sticking in where we're at and going from level to level to level is how we'll change our lives. It's about changing an internal vision. Once I get my inside right, my outside's going to flow differently. The, the people I see, I'll see differently. The people uh, I'll not judge because I'm coming from a place of love. Really, when the common denominator of all this is, is love, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not reading specific Bible scriptures, and I, I'm just focusing on really on, on the benefit of making change through changing the hearts of what we all share in common, the commonality of everything. We're all in this universe, but we're the same. We're created with the same pieces and the same moving parts. And I want to go to a wide audience because very often the ones that are listening there are the ones really I need to get. The ones that are about to close down, if I mention too many, too many things from Scripture or something, are the ones, very ones that need to hear it because what they need to hear is not the judgment. They need to hear the very solution to a problem, which is getting the inside right, getting our hearts right, beginning unity, and really changing our subconscious thoughts, because when we're reacting to something, guess what? It's subconscious. We're not consciously saying, oh, I'm going to react to this. It's like an autopilot, but the autopilot's so ingrained by the atmosphere that we've populated that it's become our way of living. So... And in order to change our way of living, we have to raise our awareness. All awareness really means is it means, it means conscientious living. It means conscious living. Raising consciousness means the awareness, the awareness of, 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 of greater living. Um, when we gain the awareness that some of the things we're doing or thinking may not be 
how we were created, but how we've adapted to, then we can start to change our conscious thinking so our subconscious changes. Um, very simply, if you're in a plane and you, you change the, uh, the autopilot, you change levels, the controls have to be changed to set that, um, you, will, you, you will change. If a plane takes off from Australia and it's one nautical degree off, instead of ending up in London, it will be in China. So I want you to think of to, to the world, to, to, to the world you may be one person, but to that person you're touching with the way you'll treat them, you could be the whole world. So people are dying for change. They're dying for something different. They're realizing that self-motivating something that's not working is not going to improve. It's like trying to jumpstart a car when the other battery of the other car is flat and you're trying to jumpstart it. To create an effect, we need to do it with something different. We can't do it with media because it's recycled news. We can't do it with educating ourselves more because that just gets ourselves yeah, it gets us smarter, which builds self. But as we know, the problem is building self. The problem is we're, we're isolated. We're all individuals in a community. And that's scary. That can be in marriages. That can be in workplaces. That can be in relationships. And that creates, that separateness creates isolation, which creates depression, which can tra- you know, predicates anger. It predicates trying to look for external things. That can predicate even infidelity because you know what? It's the separation. They're looking to get fed. Someone's looking to get fed by connecting itself to the more, the, the too muches of life, um, the too muches of life. But touching on that thing in, in Las Vegas, long story short, getting back to that topic again, and I said I'm not scripted because it's coming from the heart. The guy um, basically looked at me and said, wow, you've shown me so much love, Pastor. He said to me, I hugged him, he hugged me. He came back into that Starbucks. The air had changed because the air about him had changed because he had no longer given them the power to take away who he is. Uh, and, and, and this is the key. We cannot give somebody the power to take away our mandate, our plan, our steps, and our master plan for our lives. We need, we're all there, we're all equal, and we're all, we all have a right, and we all have a plan and purpose that's greater than we can think, because we, we've all been to this very second we're living right now. And the great thing is, wherever you are in the world, apart from looking like me and having the, the, the skin bones and all that stuff, even though you've got your beautiful uniqueness, which makes you you, um, you we're all, we've all only been to this moment. And this, we've never been to the next second even. So it's, it's a container to the next second. Every second is a cocoon, but when we're not in fear and we're operating out of a plan that's connected to our lives rather than searching to add, then we're going into this next stage with um, boldness, with vision, and with potential for a better life. And that's the key. Whatever we listen to this, to whatever the show's called, doesn't really matter what it's called. The key is to a better life, and that's elucidating those things. And I just want to give you, um, didn't mention this earlier on in the show, but I lost my father tragically. He died after two years. Very handsome, athletic man. Um, I visited him in London, actually. His funeral wake was on my mother's birthday, which was December 19th. This was in 2008. Saw a man in a pinstripe suit with a smile on his face. So God, I saw gold light. I felt trembling. The earth shaking like an earthquake had hit me. And I said, Dad, I, I'm going to go and do great things for you. So from then on, I'd been in, 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 in church community before his passing, but I presented at his funeral. Um, but, and then after that, my mother had a lot of trouble after those years. But to tell you the story very quickly, I know we're running out of time. In, in, I got a call in February of 2012 from my brother saying she'd fallen 20 feet, cranked her head on a stone wall and bled for like five or six hours. So I flew six days later to London arrived at the, uh, this is how God comes in, I arrived at the hotel, said to the cab driver, you know what, I've got a feeling, let's throw the suitcase down with the concierge, take me to the hospital. Got to the hospital, went through all these wards, and I said, where's my mother? There was one lady who was below, about 300 pounds, I said, that's your mother. Got a blood infection, and I thought I'd been praying for you, and I looked, she'd been in a coma, the head acknowledged me, and um, the only reason why I have strength to tell you these things is God's using it, he's using it to build you, because he used it to build me, and I'm now going to build you. But anyway, cut a long story short, he, doctor very coldly tapped me on the shoulder and said, you know, she's dying. Ten, ten seconds, about five minutes later, she was gone in my arms. My brother just lives down the road, and he said, wow, this has got to be God. 
and I'll talk about my brother in a further story, but uh, further thing. But um, at that moment in time, I saw gold light, and I knew this was the time I had to really make that change and go out and just be an active force in community, however I can influence it. I see needs all around me. I see people depressed with their business. doesn't matter what they're earning because they're, they're looking for this. They're in separation and looking for a need. They're looking for something to connect to that's going to be the answer. Well, the answer is already being created. The, the answer is in, in developing an insight that our circumstances are not defeating us, but we're victors. We use circumstances as building blocks. They're all steps to take us level upon level upon level. And the whole idea is, and this is whole, this whole mountain idea, is to cling on, even though sometimes it's beyond our comprehension, to cling on to know that we were created in an image that's far greater than, than, than what we can perceive because our perception diminishes who we really are. The perception of our perception is small because we've let society image us, right? Black, white, thin, yellow, fat, poor, not this, not that, not this. No, you are all this. But the question is, if you remove those labels, you can then scale walls. You can then scale mountains. You can then go much further. But the key thing is you will then get peace in circumstances. I don't want to pass a lot of those bridges. When God opened that Red Sea and I came through, from losing my mother, I'd have been taken out, believe me, and I'm not both, I'd have been taken out if I didn't have the strength that wasn't a, a psychology degree or writing or being a nutritionist. Those things would have taken me out. I can't rely on them. Um, but I, I look forward to going on this journey with you. You know, I love you all very much. Um, I know we're running low on time, and um, let's pick this up next week. And we'll have another great show for you. Thank you so much, wherever you are. Stay up. Know that this day is limited and it's not coming back. And it's a container to the next self. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of New Dimensions. Please join Reverend Nicholas Barrett again next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a blessed week.